Have you ever gotten anything um, from Amazon and you're like, I did not order this? I think that's happened to me once. And it's not a gift or anything, just something that shows up in the mail. No, I got something. Do you remember this a couple of years ago? It was like a it was like a Dungeons and Dragons set or something <laughs> like that. And no. I was like, Yeah, I definitely did not order this. That has that ever happened to you? But it came to your name. Yeah. And nobody sent it to you as a gift. No. Never happened to me. Um, well, if it has happened to you, I was reading an article yesterday about how it's part of a scam. And it's not a scam that you should be scared of, per se. But apparently, um, people that sell things like Amazon retailers are sending people randomly small dollar items. Okay. So that they can create a review of a product that you didn't order. And I don't know how the back end of Amazon works, but pretty much people- it's probably an, a, a verified review because you have to have a tracking number. Right. So it's something, it has something to do with the tracking number. So apparently, um, yeah, they're taking advantage of like the Amazon review system by so sending people free like token items. So if you get something and you're like, I did not order this, it might be part of that. Somebody that we know was getting something like every other week, just random things like a soap, a travel soap dish or, <laughs> uh, you know, like a an ashtray with the skyline of Las Vegas on it. Just random stuff would come every other week. And I think that's what the they were doing is they were using those tracking numbers to then write verified reviews for unrelated items. Yeah. So, by the way, that would be kind of a funny practical joke. Just start ran sending like random stuff yeah. to random people. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story of when we sent bacon to a guy? No. Hmm. I'm going to put that on the agenda for tomorrow's show okay. because it's a longer story than right here. But uh, the police were involved. It was very bad. Uh-oh. Okay. Tomorrow on The Upside. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the service of police officers and law enforcement families. Me too. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for our cameras at our house. And it sounds kind of cryptic that we both just said that, but um, we have been able to see, what, what was it, two nights ago? That uh, there were, there was large amount, there were large amounts of police activity on our front door camera, not at our front door, but like on our street. Yeah. Um, and our street is like a cut through street. So they were going somewhere, but I feel very safe. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, I think we're both we both have security top of mind since following that stupid Instagram account. Oh my gosh, we can't get enough of it and we watch it all the time. It's called ATL Scoop and they post like when you if you see a crime in progress or something happens like they post about it and so people in Atlanta can see what's going on in our city. And well, I got to well, tell you, I am like, since I've been following that, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I have become so paranoid. And I'm like, has this always been the city that we live in? And I just was not aware or are things jacked up around here? Well, crime is up. So that's one thing. But what this 
Instagram account focuses more on are the crimes that don't get covered. Like if there's a, a shooting or a homicide or anything like an assault or anything like that, it ends up in, in the newspaper, right. TV news, whatever. But if, if one street or one parking garage has a dozen cars broken into, probably isn't making the news. Yeah. And so that's what this ATL – so it just makes it seem like that if you park your car outside in Atlanta anywhere for more than five minutes, the window will be smashed. Yeah. So it's not the case, but it's definitely led to our – a little bit of paranoia around here. Okay. We are, believe it or not, Callie, one week away from your birthday. Yep. I'm about to be 35 years old. Hashtag old. But hashtag not as old as Jeff Dog. Are you excited about your birthday? Does it feel different because you have an Ellie now? Do you feel? Um, I'm kind of indifferent to be totally honest. Like I don't get super excited about my own birthday. So everybody asking me, you know, like my parents are like, what do you want to do? And you're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't care. And you know. Last year for Kelly's birthday, oh my gosh, you remember this? It was this? the last supper. <laughs> it was the last <laughs> supper. Last year for Kelly's birthday, all of her friends were asking, "What are you guys doing anything? Is there going to be, you have people over to the house? Are you going out to a dinner? What are you doing? We want to do something. And so I asked Kelly and she said, I don't want a party. So I threw a gathering. Mm -hmm. And we just went to a bar that was near our house and, and we ordered a bunch of appetizers. and. Everybody could just come by and have a drink and some appetizers. It wasn't a party. But people. It, it was a gathering. There's somebody listening that's going to get me here. I'm not being cute when I say I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I'm not being like, oh, I'm sad of my birthday. And I'm also not being like, oh, I say I don't want anything, but I really do. I mean, I really don't. Like, I would like to be acknowledged by you. And that's kind of just what's important to me. And that's. That's it. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I know. I'm you, not saying that to be cute. I genuinely don't like the hoopla. Of well, you birthdays. also, you also don't like playing games, games like, like Pictionary or charades or something where all Correct. attention is on you. Correct. You don't like having to open gifts mm -hmm. in front. Like you didn't like our, our wedding shower where you had to open gifts in front of people and you, and you got a lucky break with the baby shower. Yeah. People just drove by your your front yard and chucked a gift out the window and That's kept the going. That's the best ever. Well, anyways, your birthday's in a week. And I saw something yesterday that made me think of a really cool contest or a really cool, not really contest, a game that we could play between now and then. Okay. I saw a news article about the very first McDonald's drive through window. And it was in uh, uh, Arizona. And it was 46 years ago. The McDonald's drive through window is younger than I am because I'm 47. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. So I put a Google on a bunch of stuff. And Callie, you, between now and your birthday, are going to play a couple rounds of is Callie older or younger? Oh, okay. Then. All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. The first uh, thing. Uh, is the song Love Shack by the B-52s older than you or younger than you? Older. Really? Yep. It's younger than you. It was born in 1989. Hmm. 
is the movie Karate Kid older than you or younger than you? Younger. Oops, nope. It was born. I'm not in, very good at this game. It was born in 1984. It's two years older than you are. I feel like these are unfair questions because I was LA size then, and I would. How would I know? That's the point. It's supposed to be tricky. No. Okay. I'm not going to say things like, you know, Mercedes-Benz Stadium that was built three years <laughs> ago. Uh, the camcorder is a camcorder. Older than Callie or younger? And we should say, if you're playing along while you're listening to this, Callie was born in 1986. Yes. Um, the camcorder is older. Camcorder is three years older than you are. All right, let's do two is more. Is the camcorder the little one or the giant the one? The giant one was the original Oh, my gosh. One. So we had a giant one. Did of your course. family have one? No, we never had it. The, first, the only camcorder that we had, I was able to sign out from my high school Nice. Library. Yep. We had this huge one that probably rivals what professional photojournalists use now. It's probably it's bigger than what it I probably is. I will guess that your first camcorder in your family is probably larger than what some of your coworkers, your at CNN oh, take out in the field. Probably. I mean, the thing was huge and it had this like microphone thing on it. We did not have the one though that had the, um, the tape in it, like the VCR. Yeah. You know how some people had a fancy one that you put a, a tape in so it. What did it so it records right onto that. It ours recorded onto a tape, but then you'd have to take it off the tape and put it onto a video. Oh, I didn't know about Or those. hook it up. Yeah, there was like this fancy one, and I always thought that was oh, so cool. Is that Betamax? Is that what it was called? I don't called? know. It had like the VHS. Like it was literally you put a VHS in the side of the camera. Got it. Crazy. Uh, I bet there are people listening that don't well, yeah. know what a VHS is. Yeah, that's what you did. You took the – so it recorded directly on the VHS Right. Tape. We didn't have one of this. Oh. We had one that it recorded this little tiny – on this little tiny tape, and then somehow my dad would have to like – transfer it i think then you put the tiny tape didn't you put it into an adapter something it was pretty complicated are you older or i'm sorry is the nintendo game boy older or younger than you are younger it was born in 1989 and last one microsoft windows older or younger than cali younger really it's one year older well, yeah, I was thinking about when I got Windows. I think the first Windows I had was like 95, Windows 95. Yeah. So that's okay. Like well, why would thinking. you get Windows? Why would you get Windows in the mid 80s? Like, I don't know. I don't know what Windows was in the mid 80s. Well, you were born in the mid 80s. So you're Ellie size. So Ellie doesn't need a Windows. No, but my parents. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the first, I think the. But they weren't like for consumers, right? It was for. Probably businesses. Businesses, because they were huge, I think. Yeah, I don't know. You're asking too many questions. Sorry. I, I just know. It it's was. fun. I like going down this memory lane of 90s nostalgia or oh, 80s, I guess. I will pull some more for you tomorrow. I have an idea for a, I don't even want to call it a spinoff podcast for us because it's not really a spinoff of our show at all, but we do have several shows under our wing and I have an idea for the next podcast. And I think you have to 
Because I think I know where you're going with this, and it's the conversation you were having with your dad on Saturday night. Yes. And I think I think you have to frame it as a spinoff of our show in order to convince him to do it. Okay. So my grandfather was in World War II, and he carried a typewriter with him and wrote every single day of the war. And he was a beautiful writer. Now, I think, because I only learned this, I knew that he he brought a typewriter with him to the war and and wrote mm-hmm. extensively. Mm-hmm. I thought that was his job in the army. No. He brought that and did the this writing on top of... He did, it, it, it sounds like he did like logistics for a truck company. Yes. Like he worked for, so not a, not a trucking company. Like he wasn't like working for Mayflower Movers. He was in the army and there yes. was a company of trucks that yes. would transport supplies and ammunition and personnel or whatever. And he was in charge of that. Yes. So he had to move equipment. And then in his downtime, he would type on a typewriter that he brought with him. Yes. Um, which is really heavy, by the way. But um, anyway, so we have thousands of journal entries. And Jeff has read two of them because he sent me two of them for a school project when I was in like third grade. Um, and they're really incredible, incredibly vivid detail, vivid entries. And it's fascinating because it's little tiny details about the war that most people wouldn't have thought about. Um well, and it is a first-person account from it's a, I, it's the perspective of a person who was there. It's not the retelling of a story. Right. It's not based on historical accounts. It's your grandfather's observations as it unfolded. Yes, and it's just really beautiful and incredible. And I said to my dad when we had Saturday night family dinner, I think that you should read these and we'll produce them and get someone to put like, you know, audio behind it, like as it's as he's telling it. Um, and I think that would make an amazing podcast. It would be so interesting. Yeah, I think in my head I can hear it like almost like a, a narrator or announcer voice, mm-hmm. like saying the date and the, in the time and the, and where mm-hmm. the truck company was, was located and giving it just a, a minute of context at the beginning. And then your dad reads the letter. And as the story unfolds, it, and you have to, it, it's not going to be boring because the letters are so well written. Oh, they're that, amazing. That even the most boring story is still beautifully written and colorful. Yes. And when something is described that well, it's entertaining. Yeah. Even it's, if it's, you could talk about watching somebody cut the grass, but if you write it well, it sounds And he's got amazing. his own stuff going on and I'm not really sure that he, it's something that he wants to do. I mean, I would love to have it even for like our quote unquote family archives anyways, but I think it would be so fascinating. I think it would be doubly special if he did it. Um, but I would even be willing to like pay an actor to voice, you know what I mean? Cause I just think that the, the content is that good. But anyways, that's my idea. Maybe that's the way we convince him to do it is we hire actors, but everyone has like a terrible voice, like squeaky voice. So then we guilt him into voicing yeah. it. And he's like, no, that's not the right person. Then a person with like thick accent. It's like, no, is that person Australian? Like, yeah. 
We're getting what we You know what's going to happen is you are going to go and take my dad and just put a mic in his study. Just put it there with a one-touch situation. Oh, yeah. Just for when he's feeling like maybe he wants to do it. And then we're going to have like the whole thing done. It's going to be awesome. And I am excited at the prospect of doing this because to me, it would be cool to find a producer. There's a whole category of podcasts that are audio dramas. Mm -hmm. So when he is talking about, when your grandfather is writing about rather a convoy of trucks rolling by that had prisoners of war standing in the back Mm -hmm. and they weren't talking to each other. Like and describing how they looked and 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 the weather and all of that, like there are production companies that make that sound so wonderful with the sound of trucks rolling by and you know voices in the background, so that if you closed your eyes, you can see the picture that's yeah. being painted, you know, yeah. and I am would be really excited at that challenge. And the writing is there a hundred percent. Right. So if we got high quality, like editing for it and, and a producer that knew what they were doing and had experience with something like that, yeah, I just think it would be incredible. So I think I might be throwing myself into that. Um, yeah. And I think in all my free time, <laughs> right. But the reason I said that, um, you have to do it as a spinoff because he said, I think it would be a neat little occasional segment on your show. Mm -hmm. So that's how the first, which is how we would launch it anyways, because that's how we would draw the right Mm -hmm. attention to the new show. So, uh, all right. I have to share something that I was tagged in on Instagram. This is like, so almost unbelievable. Like if you were telling this story at a dinner party, I would think that you were lying. It's the greatest. Uh, if you if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, um, a, a year ago, a year and a couple months ago, my mom passed away, and uh, it was in December. It was December of nineteen or two thousand nineteen, and so while we were while Callie and I were up in New York you know, for the funeral and the services and help my dad out and everything. Everybody was asking, what can we do? Like asking me, what can we, can we send flowers? What can we do? Can we make you a meal? What can we do to help? What can we, and, and I mean, friends were asking and also the entire Callie and Jeff community, everybody wanted to do something. And I said, you know what, just go do something nice on the planet for another person. And, and and tag it, put it on social media and tag my mom's name in it. And you ran with it. Yeah. And it was, it was re- awesome. It was really cool because then I got to show my dad and her neighbors up in New York and everything what she was doing, you know, what you were doing in her name. And it was really cool. And, and uh, so that was a year ago. This year I asked, or last year rather, on the anniversary of her passing, I asked you to do the same thing. Just go do something nice mm-hmm. in, in her memory. And y'all did it. And then yesterday I got tagged on Instagram from a person. Her name is Christy. And she was inspired by the do it for Donna hashtag. And what she is undertaking had me in tears when I heard it. It's unbelievable. 
the upside with Callie and Jeff, Jeff's mom passed away um, kind of unexpectedly and her name was Donna. And so people, you know, that were in the community on the Facebook community for the upside, if they were doing things and doing like do it for Donna, you might just buy Starbucks for somebody behind you. You might, but you pay somebody's grocery bill, you know, and, and behind you at the grocery, it, it, they were just doing like really cool things. And I'm just like, what can I do? Like, what can I do? Not necessarily for Donna, but that was the inspiring thing that made me think a little bit harder about it than I would normally. And then it just comes to me. I'm like, hey, I got two kidneys. I only need one. Maybe I'm not too old to donate a kidney. You only need one kidney. God gave us two. So why wouldn't I just give my my extra one to somebody in need? I don't know why I hadn't thought of that sooner. And I don't know why it just felt like the right thing to do. I started looking into that and I reached out to Emory's transplant program and started the process of finding out if I could donate my kidney to somebody. I mean, what? I just, I just, I don't even have words. Amazing. That is the most selfless, the most unbelievably selfless thing ever that I think you can do. It's amazing. And she talks more in her post. She talks more about uh, the whole, the whole Callie and Jeff community. And she talks about purposity and talks about how um, the, you know, the community can do great things a little bit, you know, everybody does a little bit and it makes a great change and all of this. And then she went into the do it for Donna stuff and says that she wants to donate her kidney to a stranger. Ridiculous. I was a paying customer of Magic Spoon before they were an advertiser on the show. And I I saw an article about Magic Spoon cereal and it really intrigued me because it said that it was delicious cereal with none of the junk in it that we're used to getting in cereal. It has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Now, here's what I read that made me think that there's no way this cereal could be good, right? It is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So you know me. I had to try it myself. I didn't believe it from the author of the article, so I ordered it myself with my own money, and I thought it was awesome. I was so impressed with this cereal and the flavor. They totally nailed it. My two favorite flavors are the frosted and the fruity, but they also have new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. It tastes really good, and you can eat the cereal without feeling guilty because it's got none of that junk that we're trying to avoid in it. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside for free shipping. I shared a statistic last week or maybe the week before that one in six adults have now tried therapy. That's great. But that means five out of six adults haven't. And I promise you that if you are struggling with anything, anxiety, grief, anything, sleeping problems, trauma, anger, then you can benefit from talking to somebody. And BetterHelp makes that so easy. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and you can do it from the comfort of your own home. The service is available for people worldwide. It's affordable. It's professional. Of course, it's private. 
go to their website, go to betterhelp.com slash upside. Look at the testimonials of BetterHelp customers who are so happy. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. Because you're an Upside listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. You can join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside today. It is a new year and we have a new face in our house, Miss Ellie Dollar. And I'm a first time parent and I didn't really know, and I still really don't kind of figuring out as I go, didn't know kind of what was age appropriate for her and what she was supposed to be learning at this point, because she's like two and a half months old, right? Well, we got a Kiwi co-crate. They sent one that they have for newborns. And it was really cool to learn what was in the box. But KiwiCo also explains why we're getting what we're getting in the box, including that babies see things better when they're like in black and white and really bold, have a background where something sticks out. So there were lots of shapes for her and things in black and white. And I had no idea that that's how babies see things. It was also really cool because they partnered with doctors that can tell you why that's good for brain development. So KiwiCo is great. I'm loving it. And as a first time mom, it's really teaching me things about Ellie's development that I would have never known before. With KiwiCo, your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to your door every single month. It is a great way to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code UPSIDE. Today's quote of the day, be positive with every idea surrounding your dreams. Think about the possibility of what you plan to do and approach it with an optimistic action. Stay positive. The Pick Me Up newsletter comes out today. It is a once a week email that we send out filled with things that will make you smile and in general, just feel good. If you're not subscribed yet, go to CallieandJeff.com, click on the newsletter tab to subscribe. Here are my three random things for today. Number one, finally, a study has been done to determine if puppy dog eyes are a real thing. Oh, they totally are. According to research, dogs have special muscles in their face that actually allow them to make their eyes appear larger. When they do this and a human sees it, Larger eyes remind us of babies. Mm. And that's why we are so endeared and enamored with dogs dog giving eyes. you puppy yeah. dog eyes. It really is. Lily and Sadie both know how to do that. Yes. And it really is tough to resist. Oh, it's so cute. Um, and as a total aside, but related to dogs, did you see that the first family's two dogs, one of whom is a rescue dog, 
arrived at the White House. Yes. And I love that, like, the official White House photographer was taking pictures. Like, they were, like, professional shots of how you see celebrities. Yeah. But it was, like, dogs in slow-mo. Dogs. They're so cute. I have a thing for German Shepherds. Like, Jeff knows. It's any German Shepherd. I, oh, I went so bad. We thought Lily was going to be that. But not, um, not so not much. So much. <laughs> there is a guy. I think his name is Dale. Uh, there's a guy at the White House who, ever since the Nixon administration, is like the official dog walker. Yes. I think he, I think he's a gardener. I just read the story briefly, but basically uh, he's in charge of making sure that the dogs get outside enough and go into the I garden. I love and that job, and like taking care of the first dogs. And yeah. since Nixon, there have been a lot of first dogs. Uh, I think so. Except for the Clintons had a cat. They had Socks the cat. But didn't they also have a dog? I thought they did. Um, the Bushes definitely had a dog. The Obamas. The Obamas had two. Trump, yeah. Trump had no pets. No. And then Biden has two dogs. And I think a cat. I think I read that somewhere. So anyways, there's a, an official White House dog walker. Uh, number two of my random things. Uh, good news. If you feel like the chores in your house aren't divided evenly between the adults and the household. Because a Canadian study says the pandemic has equalized doing chores. Researchers found that the partner who did fewer chores has has stepped up to do more housework and childcare tasks than they did prior to the pandemic. In most cases, this was the man, mm -hmm. and they attribute this to working from home. They are finally starting to realize how much moms have to do, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom yeah. who has to juggle both. Uh, dads are starting to realize how much has to have to be done. So uh, they are starting to contribute more. So that's from the Canadians, eh? And finally, uh, this one was sent to me, obviously, by no friend of yours, Callie, because there's a non-alcoholic wine. If you mm. love the taste of wine, but you don't want to drink alcohol, you can get non-alcoholic wine. Alcohol-free wine means you can sip bubbly. Cabernet, Chardonnay, and more without worrying about getting drunk. Nice. Those are my three random things. I saw a story that I thought was super cool. Now, we've all seen the Bernie Sanders meme of him basically just looking like an old grumpy man, which is so funny. And I, there are some people that are sick of him. I think it's hilarious. I know people are over it, but it's... I appreciate the creativity. Well, and it's just funny because he's such a mess all the time, like physically. Like somebody made a joke. I forget what comedian it was like a while ago, I think when he was running for president, that um, that Bernie Sanders always looks like he just walked away from a car accident. He's not like I, his hair. He's just not a put he, together guy. Like that's not what he's known for. He just doesn't care. No, he doesn't. So care. he's going to the inauguration and people are like picking up wearing their finest suits and getting a new tie and all this stuff. And Bernie Sanders looks like he squeezed in the inauguration between a run to pick up a prescription at CVS. Yes. And uh, getting gas at Costco. Yeah. He's like, oh, let me swing by the inauguration real quick. But I don't think anyone was surprised. No. Which is what makes it funny. It is like, he is. So he's like, it's so true to character. It's He's very on brand. He is on brand. That's what I meant. Not true to character, but yeah. very on brand. Anyway, so that 
photo went viral of him at the inauguration, and he decided that he was going to turn that into using money for a good cause. So he turned that into a sweatshirt. He sold it for $45, and all of the proceeds go to Meals on Wheels, Vermont, which I thought was really cool. I'm guessing that sweatshirt sold out in 10 minutes' time. Yeah, it's definitely sold out, but um, I, you know, how cool. And to be able to laugh at yourself and be like, oh, everyone's making fun of me. I'm going to make something good out of it. I'm actually surprised he even knows what a meme is. Like that was somebody. I know, right? That was somebody on his team, I'm sure. He just doesn't have, he just strikes me as a person who doesn't have time for anything like frivolous. No. He's not going to put on a fancy <laughs> suit. He's not going to wear nice gloves. He's like, I love these mittens. They're nice. I'm going to wear these. What's a meme? Uh, last week we were, I was in the studio uh, and I had Ellie with me and I just set her in the front of the microphone where I recorded the show because I thought it would be funny to take a picture of her. And she started making noise, so I hit record, and that's where this came from. <laughs> and I think I'm going to try, because, you know, every now and again you see these viral videos of people who took a picture of, like, their child every single day in the same exact spot for 365 days or yeah. for the whole first year of their life or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. I, my entire life, have worked in audio. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how I could put together something where every single week I just get a different audio clip of Ellie. I don't think the first year is going to really sound any different, right? No. But it would still be cute, I think. I don't think I've ever heard that done before. And it might just be cute to have a whole series of like 365 of those, or no, 52 of those once a week for a year, just to hear what it sounds like. Or is it, is that a dumb idea? I don't know that it's going to sound different her first year. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know enough about babies. I do think that you could. So, um, we all know that I love the crime junkie podcast and at yeah. the end of their podcast, their company like ours is 1022. Um, and their company is called audio Chuck. Yeah. And Chuck is the name of her dog and yeah. they have a dog barking at the end. So you could just end our show with, this has been a production of 1022. And then you could have, huh? 1022 projects. <laughs> or it could be like, this is a 10. <laughs> 22 project production. Yeah, whatever. And, then, and, and then, then, then there's your opportunity to have it. My dad was saying, he's like, that That sound made me feel so good. Maybe that should be the show close. The show close is just Ellie. 20 seconds of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Take your hand off the button. <laughs> Jeff Dollar, hand off the button. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive On discount. On Instagram yesterday, I was kind of like documenting our day a little bit. And I realized it, it, parenthood is funny with a little one because... I always am very well intentioned with my productivity and I never am. And I'm like, where does the day go? And I just, it's just weird. It's like living in a time warp. And I realized yesterday when I was like documenting on Instagram stories of my day that really how different our lives are with Ellie in it. You mean how 
the time. How much attention. She requires. Yeah. And yeah. not in a bad way. I just used to be like, oh my gosh, I'll, you know, like throw her in her playpen and then, you know, like she'll be totally fine. And it just, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but that's not the way real life is. Hey guys, I'm listening to today's episode about you guys changing a dry diaper. And I have a little bit of a life hack. You may already know this, um, so forgive me if I'm already telling you, but 90% of diapers, I would say, some of the organic ones don't because I did go through that phase, but 90% of the diapers have this very thin yellow line from the front to the back, kind of like halfway to the front but to the back. When it's blue, it means the diaper's wet. If the line is yellow, they did not use it. So... Keep an eye out for that. A way to save diapers. Look for that line to turn from yellow to blue. Have a great week, guys. Liquid IV uses something called cellular transport technology to deliver an optimal ratio of nutrients for more efficient uptake. What that means is when you consume a liquid IV product, the beneficial parts of that drink are gonna get to your bloodstream faster. So if you're using liquid IV for their popular hydration products, you're gonna get hydrated faster. And if you're using it for their new energy multiplier, the boost is gonna go directly into your system. This is an all natural alternative to processed energy drinks. Be healthier in 2021 with Liquid IV. You're gonna get a boost of one to two cups of coffee with one stick of Liquid IV mixed into water, and that boost is gonna come with no crash. Like I said, it's healthier than the energy drinks. There's no artificial flavors, there's no preservatives, and they got science behind it. That cellular transport technology is gonna deliver the benefits of the Liquid IV energy multiplier right to your bloodstream. Grab your Energy Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get it online and get 25% off at liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. It's 25% off anything you order, but you have to use the promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Tina. And while we're on this grammar thing, can we just let everyone know that it's supposedly, not supposedly, and while we're on the subject, irregardless is not a word. Thank you. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Jennifer from Tennessee. I just had a totally random idea. It has nothing to do with the podcast this week. Um, but uh, while I was in the shower, because that's where all moms' best ideas come from, right? Um, I started thinking about how it might be fun to do a like mom brain call of the day or week or month or whatever, um, very similar to how we did the hormone call of the day back when Callie was pregnant. Because I just, um, you know, this weekend, uh, yesterday I was making waffles for my kids and doing all the five million other things that moms have to do on a Saturday. And I, no lie, I burned at least five waffles because I forgot they were on the waffle iron. Um, so, I just thought it might be fun every now and then to 
share a mom brain call or mom life or whatever you want to call it. Um, and maybe we can have a fun jingle like we did before with the hormone call of the day. So anyhow, just thinking out loud. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie, it's Danielle. I was listening to the episode on Jeff's conundrum about giving the ex-coworker his information. I was ironing my daughter's uniforms on a Sunday, and I almost threw the iron through the window when Callie said, give him the information. I was like, no, do not give him the information. First of all, you collaborated with this individual, whoever they may be, when you were probably both more on equal footing because you did not have a successful podcast that ranked number one for months on end, and he does not. So your credentials and your worth and your real estate has gone up exponentially. You're no longer equals or peers on the subject matter. Secondly, how many times has this person called you, consulted you, or spent time with you since you left the radio station? Is this a friend that you really want to do a favor for? Or is this some big mooch that's just trying to steal your thunder? Shut it down. I'm serious. Okay. Love you. Bye. When I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, I really don't know if that's true. (laughs) I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in the most productive way.